Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Justin Red. Future Bachelor. You know what it is. It's the podcast. And so what? Yeah, welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. In this episode, we're covering some BBMAs, bops, and flops, an unexpected thruple, and the first ever bi bachelorette. And this is episode 164. Wow. Oh, the dab, dab on him. Okay. What an entrance. What an entrance. Um, yeah, just random, random songs I've been on. Uh, you know, I'm just going through. <laughs> Going through the vault for these theme musics. You know, that one seemed fun. You know, it's called Khaki's Creased. Um, my homie Jay Red, shout out to him. You know, he made that beat. Yeah, you know the theme sometimes, you know, just coming out. Back then, we were stunting with our khakis, and they had to be yeah, creased, you know? Thing, you know, like the polos, the khakis. I was just looking for a new pair of khakis today. Um, didn't find them. They're the hardest thing for me to find, you know. Um, speaking of speaking of looking for clothes, I I think I'm gonna start tailoring all my clothes. Like I've been talking to my my brother-in-law. Just came back from Orlando. He was he he tailors everything. So I I'm just inspired by the fact that everything fits him so good, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think as someone who grew up watching what not to wear it always instilled into me that like you can always get something tailored to fit you better. Yeah. Do you uh, ever get anything tailored to fit you better? Yeah. I'm a short, short gal. So I have to get a lot of shit hemmed to fit me better. Um, I mean, I feel like, yeah, usually the stuff that I get tailored to fit me better is like dresses or pants. Do you got a guy? Um, not here really. I've only gotten like some stuff fixed or like sort of slightly tailored at where I get my, um, my clothes dry cleaned, but I I don't have, I don't have a guy here. If I, I might need a, I might need to look into a guy or I I got a guy. I mean, it's actually a girl, but, um, I could, I could let you know. Oh, you do? You've shouted them out before? Yeah. And uh, I actually got to wear that outfit. Um, damn, I meant to tag her on that post actually, but, um, yeah, I got to wear that outfit this weekend at this wedding. Finally. Just got the outfit, got it tailored, and just, you know, months later, get to wear it. sitting waiting, waiting for the perfect, you know, occasion. Yeah, I got a lot of compliments. It was dope. Um, Well, V, uh, what's been going on with you? (laughs) You know, um, I did a little girls' night dinner with my friends Amy and Kat on Friday. We went to Forza Storico, and we, we balled out. We got, you know, we got an appetizer. We got salads. We all got pasta. We got several cocktails, like some Aperol spritzes, some other Italian cocktails. And then we split some tiramisu and a Nutella tart, and we had some espresso martinis. But those espresso martinis they always get were, you. Not, were not the choice when you're trying to like then go to bed early because my brain was all like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> like, 
Well, <laughs> why were you trying to go to bed early? It was Friday night. Why were you going to bed early? Because, like, there's just, like, you know, nothing really. I was just vibing. I just wanted to, like, I knew that the next day we had $5 prom, and that was going to be earlier in the afternoon. Explain and I was like, what no, $5 I wanna, prom like, is for our listeners. $5 prom is um a party where you're supposed to, like, you know, go to Goodwill, a thrift store, or maybe if you have you know, some great stuff from your grandparents or whatever. And you put on like, you know, an outfit of that sort, that's sort of like prom ish themed. Um, and so the point was, that, you know, we were all supposed to vote on who was the best. So my outfit was something I found at a thrift store, which was this like crazy mesh cat suit that had like a velour. Yes, literally. Um, we keep using that cat sound effect. It keeps, it keeps coming in handy. <laughs> but um, it had like a velour um, like leopard print on it. And I wore, I have a bow tie that I made out of an old Goodwill tie back in college. That's a, another story for another time. But um, so I did that. I got third place. I was behind a couple of dudes who, you know, wore some crazy dresses and earrings and like, hair so i was like i get it i get it we'll let the guys in dresses win i guess um you know but then um sunday because it's it's hot here in atlanta it's gonna be hot for this entire week sunday i had a pool day but uh and that was nice try to trying to get some sun but not too much because i want to be young forever but yeah you know yo that's what's tell up. me more about your weekend uh your wedding and stuff oh i mean it was just you know beautiful actually um i ha- i usually hate outside weddings in florida because it's usually so hot and it was really hot but it was actually like perfect weather um and the wedding was really fun um had that open bar so your boy got lit and uh danced a lot <laughs> that it, open bar you know how that goes you know how you know how we do um so uh yeah that was really fun uh got to hang out with the family which was amazing again because i was just there for um last weekend or whatever for mother's day so um but yeah i i did that i i actually submitted for this commercial like it's funny because i always like end up doing like auditions while i'm also there too so um i did for a chase bank commercial so um yeah it had it was like this whole like planter i'd be like a planter and there's like a voiceover over me just like you know i'm I'm, it's supposed to be like i'm confident um, but yet quiet, you know, quiet confidence. That's what it was supposed to. Interesting. Interesting <laughs> pick for you. <laughs> but um, luckily it was like, you know, no words. So all I had to do is pretend to be like planting things and stuff. So it was hilarious. Uh, yeah. So Plus hopefully. Green thumb. I yeah. See. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. But actually, um, when this podcast drops, I'll be at, um, I'm, I'm doing a shoot actually. My first like real shoot where i have like a role tomorrow so um is pretty excited about true love number three true love number three this is where i'm gonna break up that wedding um so i'm like pretty excited about it it's like you know this student film i have to drive about like an hour away so um it'll be fun we'll see what happens but um yeah i don't know v i guess it's that time what are you watching be proud of me i you know it it came into fruition i said last week I was going to watch this Netflix, uh, I guess it would be like a biopic series called Halston, and I and I have. I'm halfway through it, I think. Um, and it's about an uh, American fashion designer, Roy Halston, who is known for, he like kind of was put on the map originally for doing one of, uh, or several of um, Jackie O's hats, 
and then he became like Liza Minnelli's like main designer and stuff like that. So it's been it's been interesting. Um, he's played by Ewan Ewan McGregor. So um, you know, big name. It's a, I I like it. If you like fashion stuff, which I do, I love fashion and I love history. And it's like you know it goes spans throughout like the sixties and seventies, which is like some of my favorite periods of fashion. Um, I think it's a it's a good one. And you know. I can already tell my mother's probably going to watch it, so she'll. I'll be getting a text from her when she listens to this podcast. I already know. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, yeah, I've been seeing that on there. Um, you watch anything else? Yes. Uh, the new season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has dropped. It looks like it's going to be nuts. Lots of scandal. <laughs> Real House of Beverly Hills is always, like, scandal-based because they're all, like, they're, like, you know, actresses and stuff like that. So there's always like weird scandals with like their old ass husbands or like whatever, where I feel like my other favorite Real Housewives franchise, um, New York, it's just like old, like high society New York ladies who just like get way too drunk for being like 60 years old. So, you know, it's that, a very interesting. That's, that's that is actually interesting. Um, I mean, as interesting as it can be for me, um, the dynamic between the differences of hollywood and new york's <laughs> seasons but um well i uh what are you watching <laughs> i uh been watch uh you ever see the, the little rascals movie yes of course i have yeah i watched that over the weekend twice actually um wow really just going hard in the little rascals paint i mean it's one of those ones that i watched so many times as a kid that like it's just like i could keep watching it, it doesn't get old i know like every word to it but it's just a classic you if, if you haven't it seen it classic. watch that little rascals it's just i don't know maybe it should do is it just a nostalgia in me that likes it or is it just a great movie i don't know i, I think it's maybe a little bit of both but i think it's a great movie like i feel like it still checks out it's still funny heartwarming it's funny because like the little kids act like adults like that's so exactly fun. so funny um and uh it's the irony of it <laughs> um <laughs> you felt so smart saying that didn't you <laughs> it's the irony of it um, but you know, after the last, uh, you know, Justice League just came out on HBO Max, they had the Snyder cut, uh, Zack Snyder came back hard with this, um, it looks like to be a new, like, new hybrid army. of a franchise, yeah, Army of the Dead yeah. came out on Netflix, and, um, I like it, I mean, it's just, they're gonna I, do, like, a cartoon, too, aren't they, aren't they, there's, like, they're doing a bunch of different stuff with it, I thought, yeah, I mean, did you, you haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet? I haven't, but I listened to a podcast about it. Oh, you spoiled it for yourself, huh? It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, you know me. I'm not a big zombie person. I like, am a huge zombie. zombie person. I love. I I've, I've, I've I love Dawn of the Dead, which kind of like was my first. That and Twenty Eight Days Later, but Dawn of the Dead was that one of Zach. That was Zack Snyder too. So you know, people mm -hmm. are saying that Army of the Dead is kind of in the same world as his Dawn of the Dead. Um, there was like an Easter egg like somewhere in there about it. And um, yeah, you're right. They're going to be making a prequel to Army of the Dead, like in the cartoon uh, form. Uh, uh, cartoons obviously are becoming even bigger now. Um, you know, they kind of went away for a little bit with uh, when Pixar and all those things came out. But uh, you know, with uh, with uh anime and everything that's just become so popular like cartoons are just like kind of 
becoming like more and more they they might even come out in theaters uh soon and stuff but um army of the dead has this one character in there who like cracks safes and um they're looking to be making like this like army of thieves movie that's like a prequel to army of the dead so it's it's a very interesting movie because it's like you don't it's it's you think zombies they actually say the word zombies like most zombie movies you don't hear people call them zombies that's like a weird thing they call them like something else something else always but um but yeah no and in this zombie movie like you don't know if it's like aliens what the hell is going on um you know it's also feels like a very like fast and furious like oceans 11 like heist movie and and then there's like some weird element of like maybe like a possible loop scenario going on or time travel happening so you know this franchise has some real good potential of going and sounds like totally like it just is like it sounds like your niche i know it's 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 kind of what netflix does though they have all our data they know what we like that we watch these movies over and over again you know what Sai would really like he watches those fast and furious movies and he watches all the he watches dawn of the dead like over and over again let's make a movie for him um and that back to the future and all that so you know um anyways v what do we got for some quick hits all right, so it was the BBMAs this past weekend, and as we know, with these award shows, what is BBMAs? Billboard Music Awards. Okay, cool, cool. So, just um, <laughs> and uh, as we know, with these shows, their ratings are just dropping and dropping. I'm gonna be honest; I didn't watch it, even though my man's Nick Jonas was hosting. That's how you know. I was also busy. I was like doing the pool, dinner, whatever. Like I didn't put it on, but. Um, I saw clips later, but um, Drake got his decade, you know, artist of the decade award and he brought his son Adonis with him uh, to, you know, hold it while he accepted it, which was cute. And he also this past weekend teased on Instagram what looks like a song ahead of like Certified Lover Boy, which we still have no release date for Certified Certified Lover Boy. Um, and also, uh, our man's is getting into, he's investing into the uh, plant-based meat category with um, Daring Foods and like their, you know, plant-based chicken products, like chicken nuggets and stuff like that. So interesting, interesting times to be Drake, you know? So wow. he's just killing it in yeah. all aspects, I guess. So crazy, random. Um, yeah, good for him. Uh, that's what's up. Um, anything else come out of the Billboard Music Awards? Well, The weekend finally got, you know, his due because he got so many, like, Grammy snubs and stuff like that. But he took home, um, like, seven awards uh, or eight awards. So he had top male artist, top radio song artist, top R&B artist, top R&B male artist, um, had top R&B album, top radio song with Blinding Lights, and top R&B song. And... Um, you know, top artist, like he got all these, a bunch of awards. Like there's a picture of him with all the awards, which is great because, you know, he definitely deserved that because he, he's been killing it on the billboard chart. So it makes sense that he finally got all those awards. It also Um, probably feels like a little snub at a little shade at the Grammys. Oh, for sure. For sure. And like, he even made a joke because, you know, when he had all of his other different performances and stuff. Before this, it was part of the whole after hours 
scene scenario thing where he would wear the red suit that was supposed to be like part of like the visual journey of the album um so he's like no i don't have to wear the red suit anymore blah 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 which i thought was kind of funny (laughs) um but you know the awards shows these award shows aren't perfect as we know and they accidentally played post malone's rock star for when da baby and roddy rich were accepting their award for their song rock star yikes how do you make so, that mistake? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how like you like how like how many people did they that say that when through? they get on stage or do you know if they like said anything about it or even noticed? Uh, I don't think I don't know if they said anything about it. I think they just kind of like accepted their word and were like, uh, but um, sure. But yeah, no, I just don't know how you get through like the amount of people that goes into producing shows like this. How does it get through that many people to be like, all right. Yeah, I think we got it. Well, I guess it's an honest mistake. They both are big songs called Rockstar. You know, the DJ's like, oh, I got to play my next song, Rockstar. Um, what else we got? So the, the Jonas Brothers, uh, they closed out the show because Nick was the host, and they played their new single with um, Marshmello, and they also this past week announced their tour with Kelsey Ballerini. I personally... I'm upset because their date for being here in Atlanta is during Music Midtown, where I will not be here in Atlanta. I will be on vacation. So will I go and go to, like, the closest other dates are in Nashville, or will I go all the way back home to Chicago to go see the Jonas Brothers again? Probably. We don't know. I just love them so damn much. They're Mm. my life. How do you um, feel about Kelsey Ballerini? I think she's great. I think she's a great artist. Um, I'm not a, the biggest country fan, but like I feel like whenever I do like country music, it's usually women country artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a lot of good songs, and she kind of is more in the country pop category. And she's done a, she did a good song with um, Halsey uh, like a year or two ago, I believe. So I'm a big fan of her. Well, that's what's up. Um, what else we got? So Demi Lovato has come out as non-binary and um, is going by they, them pronouns. Um, And so, you know, they said it just was a revelation they had following a lot of healing and self-work during, you know, this past year, especially like post like crazy turbulent like relationship and situation and then, you know, her different um uh her overdose and everything along those lines and the stuff like that so um interesting interesting news uh i feel like she's one uh, they are one of the artists like sam smith and then you know obviously it was big news earlier this year with um elliot page um so i feel like this is typical news at this point like as people are becoming more like being trans or being non-binary is becoming more and more um, non-stigmatized. Um, all right. Well, what's this next one? Uh, th- yeah, I see this word thruple. What does that mean? I am still, I'm going to be honest. This one I'm still like really wrapping my head around. So there was photos and videos released from uh, Sydney, Australia of uh taika i always say his name wrong taika watiti who's the director and he's there working on the new thor movie with tessa thompson and then rita ora who was just finishing up um i guess australia's the voice 
Um, and she and Taika Tiki, they're dating. But then all these pictures and videos showed like a heavy PDA between the three of them. So people are like assuming right now there hasn't been like anything confirmed from their reps, them, whatever. But like Tessa Thompson is playing Valkyrie in the new Thor as the first like ever like openly queer superhero and she's known for being queer herself um so it could make sense that they would maybe be a thruple maybe it was just for a night maybe it was for maybe it was for longer who is to say they're all in the same place for a while right now i don't know but um uh it's definitely people have been joking on the internet being all like Definitely did not have this thruple on my 2021 like bingo card and um, stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great looking thruple right there. I know. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um. And Saturday Night Live, you get to catch that this weekend. It was season finale. I did not watch it. To okay. be honest. Well, I, have a, I I have it saved on my YouTube TV. But yeah. I, it I mean, yet. it was a season finale, and it kind of like I don't know a couple. It looks like a couple cast members, it looked like you were hinting at them leaving this season or something. Um, mm. I know. feel like they need to clean house a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they do have a lot of, like, usually, like, I guess the average, uh, like, length of a, of a contract on SNL is seven years. Um, so, you know, know. they got people like Keenan Thompson, I think, has done, or seven, not seven years, but seven seasons um, that have done, like, like 18 seasons or something like that so yeah um, Keenan Thompson's like a mainstay I mean I don't think he needs clean house I think he can stay I love him but I, I don't know though he it looked like like because they started off the monologue with I think who they have like Cecily Strong Kate McKinnon um Keenan Thompson and uh what's her there's another one but um that and then also Pete Davidson like said some like cryptic goodbye look sounding thing on a weekend update this week so i don't know if like mm. these but these are all people that have like other shows going on and and um um you know in movies like i think pete davidson's gonna be in the new suicide squad um oh really yeah keenan yeah. has his he's got uh renewed for a second season of his show keenan so um yeah i mean it's 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 kind of sad because i feel like those those are the ones that uh like i mean not pete davidson specifically but like keenan thompson is just so funny on that show he makes me laugh oh, he's so great. much he's great so um but yeah they had little nas x on there um as the season finale uh music artist and uh you know you did pretty good. I I, I like the song Montero. I mean, it was a it was a little wild up on that stage for the boys up there, but um I mean, he did <laughs> he did like a balladly ballady type song for the second song that I actually kind of liked. Um mm-hmm. so uh yeah, he did really good. I mean, have you did you hear anything about it? Did you get to catch the clips or anything? I mean, the main clip that I caught that has been like all over the internet was how during um the Montero performance when he was really getting down, he was like doing a lot of pull work, doing a lot of dancing. Man can move his body. Um, he, as he dropped it low during one of his moves, his pants ripped. So he had to like cover 
his junk as he like finished out the rest of the song which it was just i think the best part of the clip is like you could see like him realize like and if you actually like listen enough like it's almost like the rip is on beat with the song and like you could his face as he like is like oh and he like pops back up and is like covering himself as he keeps dancing is just hilarious he did i feel like he did a great job you know covering it up and moving on um, you but, think you think yeah. it was an accident? He said it was. He went on Jimmy Fallon uh, like the following day or something like that, and he was all like, "Yeah, no, like definitely." He's like, "I went down, and all of a sudden, I felt a breeze <laughs> where there shouldn't have been a breeze," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Wow. So, well, um, yeah. do we have anything else for quick hits? Yeah, so Timothy Chalamet will be starring as young Willy Wonka in an upcoming prequel, which I feel like that feels right. He looks kind of like the weird, you know, Willy Wonka kind of But it's like an origin story, right? Yeah, it's like the prequel, which is interesting because like in the most recent Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory movie that had Johnny Depp, they sort of did like a baby flashback version of like, that I feel like so it will be interesting to see what this does. I think it'd be fun to see like a dark like play on it. Like it doesn't have to be so goofy. Like, you know, honestly, the original one was dark. It felt like it was scary. And and then like, you know, this uh, Johnny Depp one felt like definitely more for kids and stuff like they wanted to sell like toys or something, Happy Meals or something. But um, yeah, I mean, I could if they do it right, I think that'd be really cool to see like how he meets the Oompa Loompas and stuff like it'd be interesting <laughs> as hell. Um, but I heard Tom Holland was also in the running for this role. Yeah, which which sounds interesting because there's going to be singing and dancing and Tom Holland is like a trained Broadway performer and is known for his singing and dancing skills, actually. Not so sure about Timothy Chalamet. I don't really know his singing and dancing background, so uh, I guess that'll be interesting to see. I just, he's like, I love him, but he's like so gangly and awkward, so I'm like interested to see him like dance. Yeah, also (laughs) I feel like he takes himself so seriously. It's going to be interesting to watch like you know, him take on that, that character. So, um, I love the original Willy Wonka though. It's, it's definitely one of, one of those classics as well. Um, well, one of my favorite movies and books growing up for sure. What, uh, what made you go yikes this week, V? Oh boy. These, I swear, Kendall Jenner needs to quit. I feel like she needed to quit while she was ahead back when the whole Pepsi situation happened, you know, like that's when, um, that's when I thought so, but you know, she has her new tequila 818 mm. and, um, she has like a clip promoting it where it shows her riding on a horse with like little braids and like her skin even looks slightly darker riding on a horse with little braids, like through an agave farm in Jalisco, Jalisco with all these like, you know, Mexicans working in the field. And it, it looks like she looks like a colonizer. She looks like she's like out <laughs> Why here, is like, she doing know? this? Like, come on, sis. Like, you really thought like, who all was like, yeah, no. And we'll put her in braids. So she looks like of the people. Like, n- that, n- uh, like, haven't we? And haven't she's we on learned? the horse. She's on the horse, which like, she actually knows how to ride horses. Like, that's like, that ain't no thing. But, like, also, you know, people are already giving her backlash slash just 
in general, some of these other celebrities who do tequila that don't actually like, you know, honor the traditions or whatever. And, you know, a lot of people have just been saying like, hey, maybe you should instead of like buying Kendall Jenner's overpriced tequila, actually buy a tequila that's like supporting like the Mexicans that make it or like, you know, buy from these brands or whatever. Um, or if, you know, if you still want to buy a woman owned brand, there's other ways to do that. But, um, definitely, definitely cringy. Just like you really, you could tell she really thought she was doing something with these fucking braids in her hair and like these like earrings in and like, she's like, hmm, like waving to the workers. Like, I'm like, girl, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think there's any winning with those type of things these days. So, um, Wow, that's interesting. Uh, yikes, for sure. Uh, v, why don't we get into our little mini, mini, mini. main topic? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay, you switched that up. All right. I, I felt like doing something a little different there. Um, but uh, you know, we were we were talking about what what makes a formula for a good first date, and then you know after that, what makes a formula good formula for a good second date i don't and so on or like what's a formula for a disaster date let's get into some of these things what makes a bad day all these different stuff v what's your formula for a good first date like you know give us give us all all the steps okay i feel like first date the point is that you are trying to get to know somebody Mm -hmm. because like even if you've maybe been talking to them on a dating app or maybe you met them out somewhere and you've been texting them for a hot second like you want to meet see them in their like you know in person in their element whatever and i always feel like a first date should be pretty like low key like i don't really think a first date should be a full like sit down dinner I think that's a little bit too much, too much pressure. And especially like if we're going to think about it in like a hetero aspect, I don't really love the idea of like what women be expecting like a crazy, like I see all these videos that are like, if you're not taking me to like a five-star restaurant on our first date, like don't even think about it. Like blah, blah, blah. Like that's so aggressive to me. Like I don't yeah, think and that's I would, as a, I don't, I'm not a girl, but I would think that was like a lot of pressure too. Like I don't know what kind of girls are out here really wanting that. No, like, and that's just like, I feel like those are like, you know, if women really want men to flex their fucking wallets, like if they really want to be like, I want to be, you know, treated a certain way, blah, 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 which like, you know, if that's your fucking, if that's your bag, that's your bag, go for it. But I think in the, for the general population, that's just not super accurate, nor really like respectful. So I think. I'm always a fan of like, you know, drinks is the common first date. But like, let's say, you know, sometimes people don't drink. Sometimes, you know, maybe drinking could bring out a different side of you than you maybe want on a first date. I love an ice cream first date, an ice cream walk and talk first date. Super fun. Who like, you know, I think it's pretty, there's a lot of uh, dairy-free options for ice cream these days, if that's an issue for you. Um, And then, and or just like something, I've been on like walking first dates, especially like during the height of the pandemic when people were still trying to like go on dates and stuff. Like going on a walk was like 
such an easy thing to do and you still like were able to like talk to people and like here in Atlanta there's like you know the belt line and stuff like that that you could walk on to you know then peel off to like grab a drink or grab a bite if need be um so I feel like something that's like low-key can still look cute for but not like a ton of pressure and especially like if you know, maybe the bill is to be split or whoever's covering it. It's not something aggressive. So let's talk about the splitting of the bill, though, because, I mean, this is something that I'm sure you'd be like, oh, it's not a problem. But I do think there is a, 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 a problem here that um, women don't seem to understand sometimes when it comes to the pressure of like what we have to do on, as, a man, as a man on a first date. Not that, you know, it's it's I'm, I'm all for I think the like I'm trying to think of like the best you know if, if two people are going into a date and they're both like not really sure there's like you know a little bit of investment in meeting each other but you know why should it be on one person or another to really um you know pay that every time especially if you're out here dating and trying to meet new people and stuff it just becomes like it can become expensive but at the same time it's like you know you want to be a gentleman and you want to you know do the first yeah. date thing and and you know that it could look bad on you to to be like all right so we split in this or um you know so i do think that there's there's etiquette to it it's obviously i think it, it starts with like whoever i mean if it's a girl and guy like the girl would probably be like we can split this like i'm sure you you probably say that right on a first yeah. date yeah um, yeah i for sure do or like i offer to split i feel like what a lot of women get hung up with on a first date with a man is that they want a guy to at least like offer or reach for the check to potentially like try to pay for it um and they want to like be given the option to either be all like, oh, like you don't have to do that and like slide their card in two or whatever. Um, I feel like they, I feel like a lot of times women don't want to be out the gate being, get the whole like, so are we splitting this like on a first date? Because I think a lot of times they take that as being like, oh, like they didn't have a good time. They didn't, they didn't want to like actually treat me like that. See, this is very interesting. I think that's a very interesting point because like from the guy side, I'll tell you just like personally, like most of the time I'll probably pay as long as you like offer like and when you offer you have to be willing to because sometimes i will be like all right let's let's split it you know especially if we've gone out on a couple dates like at some point yeah. like I'll, I'll take you up on like all right we'll split it or you yeah. know you take this one or something like that um but yeah i think it goes a long way for for me personally if a girl's like um just even offers i'm like all right well because you, you know how many times a girl hasn't offered and that just is just like Oh, all right. So like, it's just a weird thing that you just expect yeah. me to pay. Like, you know, not that I don't know. It's a weird place for me too, because I expect to pay like, you know, um, yeah. but I have these thoughts going through my head. So I don't know what the right move is. Like, you know, you, you don't want to be the first one to be like, I can pay for the, I can split for this. Cause you feel like it, you could come off sounding like you didn't have a good time. And I can understand that actually. Um, yeah. And, uh, but I mean, I don't know. I think I think that's kind of just like how it goes. Like, uh, I think it's a it's a minimal it's a minimal thing that you have to risk to be able to maybe not pay the bill. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Because for me, it's like, what am I gonna do? I suggest that? No way. 
you know i'm gonna have to pay this bill one way or another so if you if you kind of want to like be that person i i think it's a good quality about a a, like a woman to like want to do that you know sometimes like women might be making more money than the guy so it's yeah, like for sure you know it, it's 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 a little ridiculous to to expect a guy to like like kind of go outside of his means if that's the case um you know just to keep up you know the looks of things you know so um it's just funny because like it's a conversation that comes up a lot um and and it and there's so many different thoughts on it uh yeah. have, have you ever had have you do you ever have you ever had to split it and do you honestly feel like uh like just have you ever gotten that feeling i feel like if i really when i've been on like first dates with guys it can't feel as good as getting it paid for you fully right well of course yeah i mean of course not like i want like i like to be treated and i like to treat other people and i feel like if off the jump they're all like oh we're splitting then like if i because like i'll always offer to split and if they take me up on it i'm like well i offered so like i understand and like then that's usually when i'm like well i don't really know what their financial situation is like whatever and i feel like that's Usually, like, I might, like, have, like, a little moment of, like, mm, but, like, if they actually take me up on it, I'm, like, okay, well, I can't be What do you think about the of- line where people are, like, all right, no, 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 I'll get this one. You get, uh, you get the next time, you know what I'm saying? Kind of to set up that second date. Now we're getting well, exa- into the formula. I mean, like, for the- I feel like I've done that. I feel like I've done that before where, like, if – or if it's a multi-stop first date, like, let's say – Maybe like I've been on first dates before where like you maybe hop from a different pl- like a couple of different places, which that's a sign of a good first date. Mm. But like there's been definitely times in those situations where like we'll be like done at one place and then they'll be like, oh, do you want to like maybe grab another drink here? And I'll be like, yeah, I'll grab I'll grab the round there or like whatever. And then I feel like, you know, everything kind of evens out, which is good. Oh, yeah. Um, cause then it shows like, you know, so, I'm interested so, in continuing exactly. with the day. So we're, we're talking are. about like, mo- like mutual investment here. Like we're talking about yeah. like, you know, there's, it's not going to be exactly like equal, but maybe it could be like, you know, just the way it weighs out. But on a first date, I feel like for both sides, that's what we're talking about. We're getting the general sense here that one person that at least doesn't feel like they're just getting the, like the foot of the bill, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's opportunities for you to be able to grab some drinks. It doesn't even have to be equal to exactly what you might, the other guy might've paid of or something for not. dinner. I mean, but it's at least, I think it's just like, yeah, it's more like the equal effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of times, like if I go to like the second place, like you're probably not doing as much as maybe the first place if you do like make a location change on a first date. So, you know, potentially I will be spending less than maybe they did, but I think it's still like, you know, the idea. And I think I'm also a little different than maybe other people where I've definitely taken men out on dates before where like I paid for the full thing but it was like not the first date i think that's i think that's cool but i do know a lot of people that would not like give a guy like a second chance if if she made her pay just you know you have to know girls that do that would do that too right sure yeah i mean yeah but i feel like i like i guess like my thing is like it wasn't like he made me pay it was like i was like no 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 like I'm no, paying. I think that's cool. I think that's cool. Um, well, so how how does one get, get to that second date? You know, like get to the second date. Like yeah. I mean, from that first I, date, like you know, you you 
you do you, have you maybe you got a good night kiss or something like that how do you set up like the, how do you set up the second date do you set that up on while you're doing the first date do you wait a couple of days to or a week or something to set up a second date like what do you what's a good formula for this for you i feel like if like somebody's actually like excited and whatever like i would love if i got like a text like even you know that evening like I feel I hate all the like the rules around being on like wait a day until texting like I want to text like after a date I feel like I want like especially like if we went our separate ways and like you know got our own selves home like I like to be like hey like I had a great time whatever like and then I feel like from there you should be like trying to set up that second date if you are like if you actually did have a good time because like I feel like after a first date like I'm either in the mode of like Hey, it was nice to meet you, but, you know, I didn't feel the connection. Or I'm in the mode of, like, hey, I had a great time. Like, when would you be free to hang again? Pretty much. So I feel like it should happen, like, pretty quick. I feel like you should, like, at least make the plan for a second date, like, within a couple of days after the first date. Like, I've had crazy situations before where I went on like multiple dates with a person during like during a week span because like we were just like off the bat connecting and I have friends that have had those situations as well where like they literally like somebody else like they the person that they were talking to like even like told them that they like decided to decline a date with somebody else to like go on a second date with them which that's that's a lot like I don't really I would never expect somebody to tell me that but um but yeah, I feel like you should definitely like if you have like a good vibe after that first date, like I feel like you should get on, you know, planning a second one because it's See, all about building that in-person connection. Yeah, I like I, I don't know, though. I do think like there's something to waiting a little bit after like, you know, even if it's like 12 hours, like that, like noon, like around there the next day after a day, because, you know, you kind of want to like let it settle in. Like there's still like so many feelings flying like off of a first date. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, one person could be feeling like, oh, that was great. And the other person, you know, might have not had that connection or something like that. Um, and and kind of it's it's like it, there is – it's not, I don't think it's a game really. But there is like someone has to text each other first. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. not. So it, it's like if she if a person doesn't text, maybe they're not interested. So, like, you might not want to be, like, initially texting, like, so – immediately i don't know um but my thing my thing is like i'm gonna text like immediately after a date no matter what pretty much because like i'm either i already have like made up my mind even like if it was a mediocre first date but if i'm gonna be like all right i want to get like i see potential to give this person a second date i'm still gonna like be like hey i had a good time would love to like hang out again And if it was a great connection, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, whatever. And if I didn't like them at all, I'll, you know, let them down easy. Like, I don't want to waste. I don't have days to waste to, like, come up with that that answer. But, like, I'm I'm not talking about days. I mean, like, the next day would probably be appropriate, I feel like. Because, like, at the end of the day. the next morning. Yeah, I I mean. before lunch. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I mean, there's something there, though, too. Like, you know, what what are you saying when you wake up in the morning and that's the first thing? Like, there's something you say sometimes things more with your actions. That's all I'm saying. There's potential there. I I don't want to say I'm talking about the game side of it so much, but I do think there's there's stuff that you could do that 
that kind of show that a little bit more than what you're saying, I feel. Like, if you're texting someone, like, at, like, 9 a.m. after you just went out on a date with them, like, I, I don't know. That kind of seems a little, like, that was, you're the first thing on my mind type thing. I mean, if that's what the, the, the message you're trying to get across, do you see what I'm saying as far as, like, timing? I get of, what you're saying, but I'm also just, like, an efficient person. And also, like, I sometimes like- I'd, be, I'd be thinking, like, you know, does this person not, like, got like things going on during the day like why are you texting well so like much? my thing is like i do so usually like if i'm like if i want to get like a text out i want to get a text out so then i don't like because i'll keep something unread until i'm gonna respond to it mm-hmm. like i don't want i want that bubble to be there because i hate i hate having like a notification so then if it's still there that means i don't want to respond to it yet so i think when it comes to me like if i'm gonna respond i'm gonna respond and then it's not like I'm going to be texting you all day then. I just want to like give you my answer. Yeah. Of what how I feel and whatever. So like, so the second date happens, you know, at this point what's a good appropriate date like for this? You know, is it is this the restaurant date? Is this the you know, cuz you just got the drink date out the way, the drink or walk. I feel date. like second date, second and third dates could be restaurant and or like activity kinds of dates, you know? Like something um, slightly different than what you did for the first date um, just to, you know, make it, make it different. I don't really know how else to, what, like, I what's love some fun activity. dates. What's some fun dates you've been on? Um, I'm trying to think. Because it's, it's hard out here because the guy does want to come up with things to do. They're just yeah, like, like the girls like, just seem better at it. Like this restaurant you went to, like um, I would have never even thought of going to that restaurant ever because well, I mean, how'd you think of it? <laughs> like which one Forza Storico? Yeah. When I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, because I, cause I followed, like, I know, I know about Forza Storico because I know about Storico Fresco. I just know the restaurant, like, and I know good Italian food. And I was like, let's fucking rally and let's go get some good Italian food. So like, <laughs> I like. I, don't, no, I just don't know if many guys are like that. I don't know. Like you know. I mean, all right, but I guess like I guess then that shows like if they put in the effort to like actually look up places or you know suggest one of their favorites that they've curated. Like especially when I first moved to Atlanta and I was going on dates with people, I remember I liked that a lot because they were showing me their favorite parts of the city because I was new here. And like they one night like a guy took me to like bar hop in Edgewood because I hadn't been to Edgewood ever ever and there's like you know a specific vibe and like you know specific types of bars there and I I liked that a lot um I've been on like as I said I've been on like hiking dates where like you know we made it a whole thing where like we drove with this was like probably a second or third date where we like drove out a little bit and there was like a good barbecue place that we went to that was like on the way. How much do you to- really think about like what you're eating and all that stuff? Because like, you know, I've suggested some things sometimes and people are like, they overthink the food or overthink the experience or anything like that. Like to me, when I'm th- like talking about going on dates, it's like I'm throwing out things just so we could go do something, not necessarily like. Like, let's go, like, try the best food and all that stuff, like, you know? I don't think and if that's the like- case, then, like, you know, then I'm going to start letting the other person pick, like, what we do and stuff. Because, like, I don't know. There's nothing worse than just, like, suggesting something and someone being like, no, I don't really like that place. And you're like, well, 
that's what that's kind of what I, all I had, <laughs> you know. I takes- I kind of have heard of this idea of like where maybe if the person like let's say you're asking somebody on a date, you could ask them like give me five restaurants and they can give you five restaurants and then you narrow it down to three and then they have to give you like one out of that three or you know vice versa I mean I think I love food so like I'm out here like I want a good experience with food and stuff if I'm going on a date but it doesn't have to be fussy it doesn't have to be like some like Michelin like five you know five star Michelin restaurant or anything like it could be a great like taco stand for God's sake like it doesn't matter Um, but I mean, I've been to like, I love a museum date because I'm a nerd. Like I love right now in Atlanta, there's this whole, um, Van Gogh immersive experience that, I mean, I'm going to just go to myself, but like, I've seen like some people are, I know some people who are going on dates to that. And I think like, that's a fun time to be able to like, that's like a second or third date. Yeah. Cause that's pretty expensive, right? Like to get those well, tickets. It's like, yeah, I think it's like fifty bucks a ticket. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think that would be a pretty appropriate second, third date. Um. Well, what? Just for shits and giggles, what's like one of the bad dates? I've heard some bad stories before. We probably talked about on the show before. We've but, talked about back in, you know, we talked last year about some of my bad dates. The one. Um, the, what's the worst date that comes to mind? The the worst first date. I mean, I think probably. One of the ones that I talked about last year where like this guy's like sort of like situationship X came up like because we were on the belt line and confronted him and then took him away from like went and talked to him for 30 minutes while I was sitting there on said date. And then, of course, this guy was like trying to like, you know, make her look bad to me. But at this point, like he just left. He had already like been making jokes with the waitress about how he had been on a date there the night prior with somebody else. Like to me, I was just like that already put a bad taste in my mouth with this dude because he thought, you know, he could pull a pull a fast one on me. And I was just like, "Mm, no, no. Well, um, yeah, no, that doesn't sound enjoyable at all. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 you know, I haven't had too many bad first dates. That's the weird part. I mean, I haven't, I mean, I haven't, I haven't had too many dates. Maybe that's like you know the problem. But keep I'm not number. trying to think. I feel like some of my other first dates were just bad because like the conversation. Like I'm such a big like conversation so important to me. And like I had another bad date like when I first moved to Atlanta with this guy that I'd been like. I met randomly and like he refused to pay for my um we got like frozen yogurt he like actively avoided like even trying to like and even when the like woman like asked him like oh are you guys together he's like oh no and I was like whoa (laughs) I was like okay and then like he got really combative and like was pretty much telling trying to gaslight me about situations that happened at my college that he did not go to uh, and like trying to tell me that I was wrong about the stuff that 
I actually like reported on. You know, like it's like I I want to like pay for people's things so much that like even when I'm with my friends and they're like, uh, is this gonna be together or separate? I feel bad saying separate. <laughs> like at some point, like it's like, can we just all just like someone take this on their card and we'll just Venmo you like afterwards? Just yeah, feels, feels a yeah. lot better that way. Well, that's what's up. Well, I think that was a lot of really good advice for first dates. Um, if you're listening right now, um, you know, as a person that does date I thought those were all really good ideas um, and you, I, there's a lot of good stuff to get out of there whether it's you know bar hopping is a good sign of a first date or a museum mm-hmm. date is a great third date you know these are just things that you know and that you just keep in mind and if you guys have any tips send them our way because we could use them I'm sure um, <laughs> v, v would we have any bachelor news this week yes um, we do so Big news in Bachelor overall global franchise uh, history is that um, the Australian version of The Bachelorette will be having its first bisexual lead. Um, Her name is Brooke Blurton. She's also indigenous, which is awesome. Um, So, you know, that's, you know, diversity. And um, they're going to cast, you know, various genders for her you know her her contestants so she's gonna have men and women and you know other you know other genders not part of the binary who will be her contestants so um, we're gonna have to find a way to watch it because i'm hype yeah um, i i I think the i don't know why this is one of the first things that comes to my mind but like do you think like there will be intermingling between the cat like the contestants um I could see maybe production like that could be like the drama is like you're you're supposed to be here for Brooke but like now you're like with whoever um but you know I don't know I don't know Essentially it could, it, it, yeah if it's like bridging like both the bachelor and the bachelorette and bachelor in paradise together if you if that could actually make sense it's yeah. it's got an element of that. Um, I wonder if that'll happen. Um, well, that's what's up. I think I, I think that's really you know cool. Um, I wonder if they would ever dare to try something like that over here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anything else? Um, I listened to one of the latest episodes of Chicks in the Office because they had Kelly Flanagan on, and she talked about you know her breakup with Peter and how. They initially broke up like before, like right around um, New Year's Eve going into 2021. But then like they kind of like, you know, got back together. They were supposed to be moving in together, whatever. They kind of like got back together for those couple of months, like February and everything. But then I guess she was still a little cryptic. I thought she was going to spill a little bit more tea. But it seemed like she was alluding to how like he wasn't ready to grow up yet. And she found out some information that she didn't like. So I'm kind of guessing he was maybe like seeing somebody on the side or like kind of like having some sort of sneaky thing in that weird gray period. I could see it. I could see it. And like so they had like a really bad breakup to the point that I guess like she pretty much like has gone off at him and refuses to like like you know accept his contacts and everything they asked her about the whole bennett situation and like she's like i haven't actually like i've met him maybe once like he sent me a beautiful like bouquet of flowers she's like but it's just kind of funny because like 
we've only hung out like maybe one time. Like, I don't really know. I don't know that much about him. So it's just kind of funny that like he's been professing his love for me like over the internet without even really knowing me, but whatever. So yeah, it's like, dude, just like, like just slide into DMs. Like, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, take, take her out on one of these first date ideas that we, that we've said. Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> should listen to our podcast. Um, that's what's up. I think Kelly's the shit. So, um, I always thought she was always one of my favorites on that season. So, um, and well, she, yeah, I and think, I think she's too good for Pete, Pilot Pete, anyways. Yeah, so. I mean, she should have won that season from the beginning. So, um, I mean, the, yeah, because she had like met him and stuff before the show, right? Yeah. So, like, she talked a little bit about that how they had randomly met at that wedding, and so like she knew going in. That she was like, you know, can I have a hard time with some of the girls just because like she already knew she had that connection with him. Like she knew she sort of had a leg up. But then, you know, she talked a little bit about how, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff where she wasn't getting dates and stuff like that for a large chunk of time. So, of course, he was like getting better connections with other people. Because- I mean, he was just enjoying being the bachelor and just like dating some hot girls. So I know what that was about. He was just keeping her on the back burner because he had her there. Um yeah. Well, uh, V, uh, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> song is called The Wave by Common Minds featuring Miles Cameron. Um, you know, this was just a song that I had heard at um, the wedding I'd went to. Uh, you know, you know how I'd be carrying around this like uh, clip all the time? It's just like a Bluetooth speaker. It clips to anything, and I just always yeah. like to have my speaker with me, you know, playing music. Um, well, you know, I brought that to the after party of the wedding, and when you have one of those, people always want to be the DJ. It's like, well, why don't you bring your own little clip speaker? No? Okay, well, <laughs> you're not connecting to my Bluetooth. But um, once in a while, like, you just can't get away with it because people just are, like, relentless. Have you ever had that relentless, like, give me the aux person? Uh, a little bit, but I feel like a lot of times when we're in situations, like, we're the automatic, like, DJs. Like, I feel like we usually get nominated. Exactly. I mean, that's why, I mean, I could easily, you know, I've been a DJ, like, I could easily be like, let me get this, like, you know, but there's something to people coming to me and being like, Cy, uh, we need to, we need this place to get lit and to turn up. That's what exactly those terms that they say to me. And then I go, well, give me that ox cord then. And, um... (laughs) Or, you know, that was about 10 years ago. Now it's like, give me that Bluetooth now. Yeah, um, what is your Bluetooth name? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but searching. <laughs> actually, I was fu- I was watching this skit about um, this guy was like, hey, uh, this girl was like, can I connect to your Bluetooth? He's like, yeah, sure. And then you just look and see how many Bluetooth she's connected to, like how many cars and stuff. It's like, damn, this girl's like got a lot of Bluetooth. You ever look at your Bluetooth list? Like, you, you ever have like a Bluetooth on there that you don't want to let go because you think maybe someday I might go back there and I need to connect yeah. to that? Yeah, but then there's also some like I've I've con- used to connect to You're like, like one of my exes like disconnect I, delete. Yeah, I used to connect to one of my exes like some of his uh, some of his stuff. So I had a 
had to make sure I got those, cleared those out of the list because I was like, don't need those anymore. Right. Well, right. yeah, I mean, essentially that's what Slapper of the Week has turned into is just a long roundabout story of how I heard this song, um, which is now <laughs> on this future Bachelor podcast playlist available on Spotify. Search that. Um, it's got the best music. If you ever want to be the Veronica and Cy at your party, that's the playlist you can just play throw it, on. Toss it on. Take it's all the great. credit. Take all the credit. Just listen to we'll the podcast. You. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, tell a friend or something. I don't know. One friend would be cool if you told, you know. Um, but <laughs> anyways, uh, V, do you got any shout-outs this week? I do. I wanted to shout-out my girl, Ashley Holt. She executive produced and hosted an amazing um, segment for NBCLX that you can watch on uh, LX.com about uh it's called reckoning to reconciliation and it was supposed to be like you know the year after uh george floyd's death because it's actually the anniversary of his death today when we're recording this and it's it taught me a lot about you know racial trauma and everything um and just the different racial reckoning that's happened in this country in the past year so um incredible job by her uh, i also wanted to shout out Haley and Michael for hosting a great $5 prom. It was a blast. Sorry, I missed that. I wanted it to be always there. a good time. We missed you there. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to shout out my girl, Rachel Sierney, for just getting engaged today. So, wow, that's amazing. A lot of amazing news right there. Um, you, you know, <laughs> I'm really enthused. Well, I'd just like to shout out. No one. I have no shout outs this week. Damn. Um, yeah. Um, Not even the people that like got married. Yeah, I mean, shout out to them. <laughs> I, I'm just saying like, you know, sometimes you just don't feel like shouting out anybody. I was not going to not shout them out after you mentioned them. But like, you know, I, I just it's one of those weeks. You know, I used to feel like, yo, am I a loser because I can't think of any one person to shout out? Or is there no, nobody I can sit here and shout out this week? But no, I, I've done 164 of these episodes, Veronica. This week, I just don't feel like shouting out anyone. It won't be the first. It won't be the last. There's been other weeks where you also have not shouted out people. So. I think we're all allowed to have those weeks. I think we're all allowed to. Not saying you have to, but I'm taking that week this week. So shout out to... All right. Shout I always to find no someone to show some love because I, you know, appreciate the people in my life. You know what? Shout out to me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the narcissism. <laughs> not. I mean, if I have no one else to shout out, I just got to look in the mirror, I guess. So, um, okay. <laughs> shout out to me. Uh, all right, V. Well, uh, that was a fun episode. I, I think there's a lot of good informational stuff that came out of it. Um, you know, I think I think you give great first second date advice for people thanks yeah i do what i can you I, know i got a lot out of that so um what are your plans for this weekend i mean memorial it's day memorial weekend Memorial day weekend which uh i keep forgetting yeah which is you know i feel like i my most of my plans are to be by some body of water my pool i think uh shooting the hooch might be an idea for monday okay um uh so i don't know i want to do all a, that with you and more. Huh? I want to do all that with you and more. Exactly. Yeah, um, no, I'm pretty sure you're invited to shoot the hooch on Monday. Dope. So. Um, well, I also want to check out your pool because I haven't checked that out yet. So 
let's do that yeah. sometime um Indeed. all right cool cool well uh i'm excited about that because i've been traveling a lot back and forth and this weekend i'm just gonna be chilling so um i, I just need to get through this shoot tomorrow my first like you know lines on camera and uh we're going to you know break a leg hopefully uh Yes, break a leg indeed. V, we're going to get out of here so I can prep a little bit. I got to bring multiple outfits, you know, um, that they don't know what what they want me to wear yet. So we're going to do that, and I got to iron and all that. But, guys, this has been Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. We love you, all right? Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.